Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. In 2019, the National Inquiry into Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women and Girls said that in order to end the violence against Indigenous women, the country needs to end economic marginalization. Lynn Grew, who is the Chief Executive Officer at the Native Women's Association of Canada, shares how they are working on ending that violence every day. Welcome to the conversation piece. Good evening, and uh, thank you for asking me to be part of the Walrus Talks at Home event this evening. My name is Lynn Grew, and I am the CEO of the Native Women's Association of Canada. And I'm always eager to discuss income inequality. I'm very passionate about it. It's important that we talk about the gaps that exist in our country. Uh, it's an issue of injustice. It's a human rights issue. And at the Native Women's Association of Canada, much time is spent uh, talking and thinking about ways that we can contribute ourselves to ending these inequalities. And it's something that we are doing our best to tackle ourselves. But what does the gap look like? What do the inequalities look like? Uh, I would just like to quote the 2021 UN Human Development Index measures that have placed Canada in 15th place, 15th place in the world. But we know that Indigenous people are between 63 and 78 in the world for in terms of longevity of life, education, and standards of living. So that is a very uh, important and serious gap that exists between our uh, uh, in within Canada. Shrinking that expanding gap between the incomes of the very rich and very poor, or even just halting the spread of it, is critical to improving the rights of Indigenous women and girls and gender-diverse people in Canada. There's a lot of talk today about reconciliation and even economic reconciliation and what is needed to restore or uh, and this inequality that has been for Indigenous people since time of colonization. And the issues are complicated. It's a, it's a long, it's going to be a very long process for Indigenous people. We have structural um, laws in place, such as the Indian Act. We have uh, uh, still suffering from the effects of residential schools, missing and murdered women. Uh, and we know that in order to move forward, we still have to talk and deal with our past and our history. Uh, that has been noted in more than one report to be a genocide. And we know that to build uh, our economies, our Indigenous economies, and financial resilience, we do have to uh, talk about these issues and really understand what are these struct structural barriers that are in place to, uh, to really work at them and, and move forward to happy and productive lives for Indigenous uh, people and communities in Canada. Uh, it's not just a matter of living standards for Indigenous people, in particular Indigenous women, that I want to talk about a bit more. Uh, it's a life and death matter. In 2019, the National Inquiry into Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women 
said that in order to end the violence against Indigenous women, uh, we need to end economic marginalization. The two things are linked together. Um, and so ending that uh, violence is something that, again, we are working on uh, every day at the Native Women's Association of Canada. We also believe that economic reconciliation and social innovation are counters to that violence and they're keys to ending what the National Inquiry did describe as a genocide. Our organization, uh, we take these issues seriously and we are not just waiting for the Government of Canada or for other people to take matters in hand. We're working very hard on our own towards economic prosperity, economic equality for our communities. And I'd like to give you some examples of, of some of the things we're doing. So we do have a national apprenticeship program that is set to help 4,000 Indigenous women uh, and people learn skills for certification of Red Seal construction trades. So I think that's a very significant uh, program that we have. We're also working on another program to for employment uh, and for education. Uh, we have a mentorship program called Be the Drum for Indigenous women who are starting their own businesses. And we have our own uh, social and cultural innovation center where we are piloting a number of initiatives that will help Indigenous women uh, and Indigenous artists uh, start their own businesses and participate, be full and equal participants in the Canadian economy. So um, we're working hard on training our communities and working hard to get them into uh, good employment in areas of construction, in areas of uh, um, with computers and this, these kinds of skills. So again, if we're talking about reconciliation and we apply that concept to what we're talking about tonight, I would say that for reconciliation to take place, all of us have a responsibility, us, those who work in organizations, community, Canadians, non-Indigenous, we all have a role to play and ensuring that we don't have second-class citizens in a country uh, like, like Canada with such an incredible um, human rights record in the world. Our governments have uh, helped. They have uh, put in place some funding and programs to help end uh, Indigenous uh, poverty, I'm going to call it. And they know, they have a better understanding now with these reports that have come out, that it is important for Indigenous people to design some of these programs and uh, uh, deliver these programs as well. Um, it's important for self-determination. So if you if you are an exam an employer if you're out there and you're an employer um, you know we like uh, to have uh, the employers trying to hire uh, indigenous people it's very important and I have a little story to tell I'm coming to the end here of my presentation but I have a little story to tell and it's about a client that we have and her name is Marcy and she's part of our D be the drum program she lives in a remote reserve in Saskatchewan and she makes star blankets. They sell for about $450 a piece, but she can't afford to buy a long arm sewing machine. And that machine costs about $11,000. But if she could have that machine, then she would be able to double uh, her output. So these are the kinds of things sometimes that can help uh, Indigenous communities, just helping an Indigenous woman start her business. That helps her family, helps her community, and helps Canada overall. 
So we strongly believe at the Native Women's Association of Canada, we believe in social innovation, we believe in economic development, economic empowerment, economic reconciliation, and that we need to find new ways of doing things. Some of the old Band-Aid uh, solutions are not working anymore. Some of the approaches are too colonial. And we need to have that transformational change that the National Inquiry Report uh, talks about and other reports talk about as well. And I'd like to end with a little quote from Mary Simon, who said in her installation speech, and she's our Governor General, for those of you who are in other countries, reconciliation is a way of life and requires work every day. Reconciliation is getting to know one another. So today, we're getting to know one another a little more, and I hope that we can move forward on uh, economic reconciliation in Canada. Thank you. Miigwech, Marcy. Lynn Grew is the Chief Executive Officer at the Native Women's Association of Canada and is among the over 800 fantastic Canadians who have been featured on the Walrus Talk stage. Subscribe to the conversation piece on your favourite podcast platform. And to register for upcoming events happening online or in a city near you and to catch up on our archive of the Walrus Talks, visit thewalrus.ca slash events. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.